Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today I'm going to be joined by a very special guest. We are going to be joined by none other than Jeff Garcia of News 4 San Antonio. And yes, Spurs fans, we will be talking about the Spurs trade of Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green to the Toronto Raptors. We'll go ahead and talk about this in a little bit more in an all-new episode of the Two Shots Podcast starting now. Well, Jeff, news broke early this morning, I believe, at 5 a.m. while we were all asleep, including yourself, probably. <laughs> and when we, we wake up, it's like all hell broke loose, man. <laughs> this uh, Toronto Raptors uh, rumor that happened the day before was actually something that came to fruition uh, mm -hmm. early this morning. And the Spurs traded both Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green to the Toronto Raptors for DeMar DeRozan and Yoka Potel. Um so what do you think? I mean, what was your initial reaction to this uh, trade? You know, did, were you shocked? Were you excited? I mean, what were you doing? I was actually getting out of bed, uh, turned on the cell phone, and uh, checked the latest and greatest regarding the silver and black. And I saw it. My first initial reaction was, oh, this is a joke message. This is a joke. Somebody did a uh, fake ESPN tweet. And, uh, yeah, you know, he got traded to Toronto. But then it started digging a little deeper, and I said, wait a minute, this is legit. I uh, hopped out of bed, got on the computer, and started working away over at the Spurs zone. And, um, yeah, my initial thought after the dust settled was this. Uh, good. I'm glad it's over. Uh, a lot of people are looking at the X's and O's right now. Like, well, you know, uh, DeMar, DeMar Dose is an offensive uh, player, but he's not a great defensive player. And Kawhi Leonard's a good two-way player. True, and I get that. But I'm looking at the overall trade on the court and off the court. I think the Spurs won this deal. Say what you will about the team uh, that usually gets the better player wins any deal in any sport. In this situation, it's different. Look, on the court, we know that Kawhi was just non-existent last year. He only played nine games. He was dealing with a quad injury. And he really didn't make much of an impact in San Antonio last season. But it was more the off-the-court situation that really bothered me more, Joe. Seeing the Spurs in a, in a different light. Seeing the Spurs in the manner in which they were being portrayed. Uh, they were seen as a team that players want to get out of. Kawhi Leonard and LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, they, you know, you saw other media types and talking heads say, Look, the Spurs are just like any other NBA team. They have drama, too. Uh, you fast forward to maybe middle of the season, uh, towards the end of the season, that is, and then you started hearing rumblings about Kawhi wants out, and then the, the, the different light, the darker light on the Spurs franchise. You know, is it pop? You know, look what Tony Parker did. Look what he said. Well, that was the final straw. That stuff that surrounded the Spurs and clouded the Spurs, I'm glad it's gone. Now, X's and O's, okay, yeah, fine. Maybe Toronto got the better of the deal. But I still think the Spurs team on the court now will be better. Uh, they already proved they can have life without Kawhi Leonard and do pretty well. And now you throw in an all-star, a guy that's a 20-point on, on up uh, scorer, a guy that has been named a Eastern Conference Player of the Month, 
Eastern Conference Player of the Week multiple times, improved his assist um, uh, area of his game last season with the Raptors, and he's young, and he's entering his prime, and he doesn't have a degenerative quad injury that could spur up again, unlike Kawhi Leonard. I still think the Spurs did a a good job. They I think they fleeced Toronto, in my opinion. And uh, say what you will about the Raptors. Uh, I'm glad he's East. And let's keep him East, at least for a season. But isn't it just a shame, Joe, that it had to come to this. It had to come to this where now a player, Kawhi Leonard, who was beloved in San Antonio, has now turned into public enemy number one. Yeah, it's a, you know, just goes to show you, I mean, a, a few years removed, you know, uh, 2014, you know, he's the NBA Finals MVP, you know, he's an NBA champion. Fast forward to, you know, the 2016-17 season, and then now going into the 2017-2018 season, he's become the the enemy, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's become the, the villain if you will, for the for the Spurs franchise, kind of a thorn in their side as well. You know, I'm just at this juncture with all the drama involved, with all the rumors every single day, me and you, you know, we report extensively on the Spurs and we are sick and tired of talking mm-hmm. about Kawhi yeah. Leonard and the rumors and the rumors. But yet and the here rumors. we are. <laughs> here we are again, but on a on a on a better stage and a better point, I think, that we, we have ever been before because at least at this juncture, we know that it's already a done deal. You know, we don't have to dwell on this anymore. Now the talk is going to be what's going to be happening with a DeMar DeRozan and a Yucca Potel. You know, yeah. how are they going to fit in the system? How are the Spurs going to fare? You know, so, I mean, it's a good day. I guess it's a good day for us, I guess you could say, Jeff, because now it's done. It's finally over. The drama mm-hmm. is over with. We don't have to deal with that anymore we can move forward and look you know towards better better things out of the spurs this season me personally i'm looking forward to seeing you know just like you what these younger guys have to bring to the you know bring to the table we have a lot of guards you know small guards you know some of them are a little bit lengthy we have uh, dante cunningham now we have a Jakob uh, patel we have mm-hmm. a demar de rosen we have a Paul Gasol, <laughs> we have Patty Mills, Marco mm-hmm. Beninelli, and the question mark is still, will Manu retire or will he come back one more season? You know, so I think there's a lot of good things that we can take away from this trade. It 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 takes away the drama. You know, who who wanted to go into the regular season answering more questions about Kawhi Leonard and his quad? I'm pretty sure the players, the staff, even Coach Pop, Everyone at this juncture was just sick and tired of it. So now that that's out of the question, I mean, I'm looking forward to the season starting already. And predictions, Jeff, what do you think that the Spurs are going to do this upcoming season? Do you think they're going to do better or worse than the 47 wins, or could they possibly even hit the 50-win mark? I think they'll hit the 50-win mark and maybe a little bit more. And here's why. I mentioned earlier that the uh, Spurs already proved they can live life without Kawhi Leonard. They did last season. They made the postseason without him. They were still one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. Yes, I get it. Danny Green has also been shipped out, and he was a big part of that. But I think the Spurs will still be okay. Um, they added some offensive firepower with DeRozan, something they desperately needed last year. It's going to help LaMarcus Aldridge 
you know, lessen the load for him on the offensive end. Because let's face it, he was our workhorse last season for San Antonio. Points went through him. And if he wasn't going, chances were that the Spurs were not going to be going as well and not picking up a W at the end of the day. So you got a guy who can also score uh, with uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. And, and depending on how great DeJounte Murray comes out of training camp in the preseason, I'm predicting him to have a breakout season. But a one-two punch in the backcourt of Murray and DeRozan? Look, Murray's a great defensive player. He was given recognition for that in the offseason. He was named to the All-NBA defensive team, I believe, second team. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. And uh, Yeah, you're right. I believe you're right on yeah. that one. So, I, I mean, they're both young. They're not even sniffing 30. Uh, one is entering the prime of his career. One is... Is, a, is right there and about to make the next step. So let's have themselves a dynamic one-two punch in the backcourt. Not to mention this. You bring in a guy like Jakob Pertl. I know there's a lot of different ways to pronounce his name. I, I've been hearing it all over the place, but I've been hearing it Pertl. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> you bring in a guy, him, he's still young. He's just entering his third NBA season. They got some size now. Now, a seven-footer. Yeah, a seven-footer is in San Antonio now. And I think the Spurs, well, they got they, they will do good. They got Younger, Rosen, and uh, Jacob. They're, they're, they have a young base already. Popovich even mentioned it in the, in the press conference following the trade, and that he's looking at the young guards now. Uh, D. White, Derek White. He mentioned Bryn Forbes. They brought back Davis Bertans. You're going to be looking at a different roster. I think you're going to be seeing a little bit more up-tempo team next season. And depending on what happens to Mono Ginobili, if he comes back, then there's your stability, your stable force on that bench to settle down the young kids uh, should they uh, run wild and maybe uh, get away from the, uh, the Spurs' plan of attack on both ends of the court next season. I like what I'm seeing, Joe, and I think the Spurs will be better. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Spurs are going to be a better team uh, this coming season. I look forward to them probably faring better than, you know, 47 wins, maybe 50, 51. You know, if they go past the 51 win mark, that's just a plus. But, you know, I was talking because I just uh, made an appearance on the Chris Duell show at the on the Ticket 760. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Chris Duell. And what I was saying is the irony of ironies, Jeff, with Kawhi Leonard being sh- shipped out to Toronto, you 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 have this where you could have the San Antonio Spurs and the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals. I mean, wouldn't that hmm. just be like one of the best stories in the NBA? I mean, the ratings would be off the charts, you know? You have the Spurs facing their old nemesis, Kawhi Leonard. Wow. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, that happening. But, of course, it, at this juncture, it's just probably just a pipe dream, but... What do you think if that was to occur? Uh, I hate to break it to you, Joe, but it is a pipe dream. <laughs> uh, I, I, more likely for the Raptors to get out of the, the East and make it to the finals, but for the Spurs to do that, that would be a tall order ahead of them. You got powerhouses uh, with uh, Golden State and adding DeMarcus Cousins like they needed more firepower. And yeah. then another season together with uh, Harden and Chris Paul. And depending on what they do with Capella, you know, that could be a pain in the butt for San Antonio to get past. Not to mention other teams on the rise. Uh, you know, a, guy, a team like Utah, a team like Denver, a, a team, yeah. uh, you know, like Minnesota, uh, Portland. Even the Lakers. Be in the mix. 
Uh, the Lakers gotten better with uh, LeBron James uh, added to their attack. So it's going to be a while. I don't expect the Spurs to make a, you know, a finals appearance. Do I see them fighting for a 6th, 7th, 8th spot? Absolutely. Look, the NBA uh, is like the only sports uh, world where you can almost predict exactly how the whole season will go. And we can do that right now. We know number one will likely be Houston or Golden State. But let's just say for argument's sake, it's going to be Houston. Then it's Golden State. So you know you already got your top two teams locked up right there. You can always even say, you know, hey, it could be, uh, uh, you know, following them, OKC. You know, depending on what they do uh, with uh, Carmelo Anthony, if they get themselves a good haul back or at least a significant uh, player, that can vault them to the number three spot. You got a team like Utah who can probably fall to four. Then you got the Blazers. Then you got the Timberwolves. And then after that, that's where the Spurs are going to have to try to fight for one of those slots. Expect San Antonio. Expect Denver, expect uh, the the Lakers uh, to really fight it out for those final uh, spots. And uh, one team is going to be left out for sure. So this deal overall, Joe, I like it for San Antonio. I've been getting a lot of grief on social media for my (laughs) thought on this. Uh, You know, some people saying take off your Spurs glasses. Uh, Well, you know, I, I am and I'm looking at this deal and it just screams Spurs win. Spurs win this deal and simply because of the on the court and off the court situation that San Antonio now doesn't have to uh, deal with. Kawhi's camp is gone. Uncle Dennis is gone. Uh, No more drama. No more he said, she said. No more reports say blah, 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 blah. So um, I think that's going to be the big thing. And it just gives everybody, especially a guy like Popovich, a chance to breathe, um, you know, a chance to um, start fresh. He was very excited in the the press conference about the young players that are going to be coming into the fold. He's excited to be working with DeMar DeRozan. It's a new life, a rejuvenation in San Antonio. It's just really unfortunate, Joe. And I think you and I spoke about this and, and I was very vocal about this. That, in my opinion, I think Kawhi Leonard's image and history with San Antonio has been severely tainted in San Antonio among fans, even among the franchise itself. I'm not putting any words in the Spurs' mouth, but if you read the press release, they did not mention anything about what uh, Kawhi did, at least his significant contributions to the franchise, namely MVP title, MVP, finals MVP, NBA titles, and all-star appearances. Yeah, I noticed that as well. It was just a very short and sweet uh, presser, you know, and I did see what they put about Danny, but, you know, they really didn't give any praise to Kawhi Leonard. So that's not done by happen happen chance. It's done purposely. And, you know, the the message is we didn't appreciate what you did. Basically, you know, Kawhi Leonard, let's let's make no mistakes about it. Given everything that happened, it kind of looks from the outside looking in like, he really did quit on the team, and we've never had that happen here in, in San Antonio, especially by, you know, a a, per, a player who was supposed to be the the new fra- the face of the franchise, you know, quit on a team the way Kawhi Leonard did. I mean, that's unheard of, you know, and it, it's an, an unfortunate too because you have a player who's in their prime, listening to to bad advice, you know, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. something changed, 
between, you know, the previous season going into, you know, this last season. So hopefully, you know, I wish him nothing but the best, continued success in all you do. But it was time for you to go, my friend. So I'm glad that he's out of here. Unfortunately, you know, we also lost Danny Green. Well, we yeah, I think I think him. that that's going to sting a lot. I think that'll sting a lot. Say what you will about his offensive uh, side of the uh, the game, but defensively, my goodness, um, he he really made a major impact for San Antonio. Yeah, and you know the thing is, is that the Spurs were ranked number four as far as defensive teams or defense. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, as far as defense goes in the NBA, they were the fourth best defensive team in the NBA last season. And that was without Kawhi Leonard. Now that we're losing a Danny Green, somebody else is going to have to step up. And we do have some young players that show a lot of promise, but they just don't have a lot of experience. So as you stated before, I think that the Spurs fans need to be a little bit patient with this team uh, this coming season. But, you know, there's a lot of things that they can take away and and look towards the future and and be happy with this move. You know, this is something that wasn't a one-year rental. This is something that's ensuring that the team will remain competitive for the next couple of years, which I think was a very strong selling point for the San Antonio Spurs. They did not want a superstar who was going to be a one-year rental, much like Kawhi Leonard. So again, you know, I'm happy with the trade too, just like you were. I think at this juncture, the Spurs got the best possible deal they could for this iteration or this, you know, version of Kawhi Leonard, given that, you know, we really don't know what's happening with his his quad, is he 100%? Is he going to pull more shenanigans next season? I mean, there's just a bunch of question marks. This way, the Spurs ensure that they're going to have a player on the court next season. You couldn't say that if you had Kawhi still, you know, suiting up for the San Antonio Spurs. Do you agree with that, Jeff? Yeah, and I just want to stress this as well. Remember, Kawhi Leonard still hasn't done a physical yet, you know, yeah. and reports out there that the the Raptors are willing to waive that physical and fine and they do it but now he's their headache yep. he's their headache if his quad acts up again because remember that thing is degenerative it, it will come back or it could come back and I, the, the big risk is on Toronto the Spurs don't have any major risk the, Toronto has the risk of Kawhi leaving after next season Toronto has the pressure of trying to convince Kawhi to stay and not head to Los Angeles as it has been reported that his eyes are set on going back home. Toronto's GM, uh, uh, I I always forget his name, Uh, Majiri Usari, I think that's it? Yeah. Thank you. His job... Masai. Masai, thank you, I'm sorry. Masai, his job could be on the line here. They pretty much dealt their franchise player perhaps the only nba player that was willing to stay in toronto the, he was uh, beloved in uh canada in toronto jamar DeRozan, that is and if this doesn't work out then the raptors could likely be having a rebuild now yes granted they will have a lot of uh cape uh, sorry cap space and next next off season's humongous free agent pool with the likes of Kawhi leonard uh, uh, Clay Thompson, uh, Boogie Cousins, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the, the, the GM for Toronto has a lot of pressure in showing that this was a smooth, smart move. And they're going for it. They're going to try to really get to the NBA Finals. And they know they have a Boston and a Philly team that is biting uh, on their heels. 
Toronto was the number one Eastern Conference team last year. Boston is going to get uh, Kyrie uh, Irving and Gordon Hayward back. They already developed some chemistry with their young guns, Tatum. Who knows what's going to happen to Smart, but Jalen Brown, uh, Terry Rozier. Philly is coming up. So they needed to do something to really put uh, them at arm's length, and I think they did. So yeah. I think the pressure more is on Toronto than it is on San Antonio, Joe. You have a very good point. I believe it is as well. You know, and a lot of people around the NBA are saying that, you know, if this uh, trade does not work out in Toronto's favor. Like you said, Masai could be on the outside looking in, possibly, you know, with the Raptors letting him go after this season. Or if they're having, they're having a losing season, possibly midway through the season, just parting ways and saying, you know what, we made a mistake. You know, it's time to rebuild and look towards the future. So it's a, it's a big gamble, but it's one that we talked about and. I had a I had a feeling that Toronto was going to be that team that was going to take a gamble on on Kawhi Leonard. Unfortunately, you know, they're already hearing rumors that Kawhi is not happy about going to Toronto and, you know, yeah. he's just going to finish out the remainder of his, yeah, of his that, season. That's, that's with their him. problem now. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And then he's going to want to go to, you know, a, a better a, a place that has more, I say, you know, media coverage, maybe in LA, somewhere mm. somewhere else. So, you know, that's that's their problem, like you said, and that's something that they're going to have to worry about. Fortunately for us, we gave away our headache, so we can just look towards the future. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, opening night, and I'm also looking forward to the Kawhi, Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's return to the AT&T Center. I know when the tickets become Ooh, available, I'm going to buy my ticket. It's going to be a hot ticket, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that arena is going to be vicious. Woo, man, you, tell, you, talk, you, you talk about vicious. The fans here in San Antonio, they got no love for the claw. They even took down the Kawhi Leonard mural that was out on uh, on the south side of town. They painted over that sucker real quick. So there's some other murals that are that they have around town that have Kawhi Leonard's likeness on. So I'd yeah. be surprised if they last the week. They're going to probably be painted over or graffitied over pretty oh, soon. Yeah, yeah so. uh, it, it's unfortunate. I, I you know you don't want to see a top NBA talent like Kawhi Leonard leave uh, any franchise, let alone the Spurs. But this is not unprecedented. Other teams have gone through this uh, in, in in recent memory. Then at least for me, I've been around a, a little longer. Um, you've seen Shaq leave uh, or the Magic to the Lakers in his heyday and in his prime and when he was at peak. You had guy like Dwight Howard leave the Magic. You've had uh, KD leave uh, OKC before uh, you know, Golden State. Granted, it was different circumstances. He was a free agent, nevertheless. You know, you, the the idea of big mega stars leaving franchises is not unprecedented. What's unprecedented is that it hasn't happened to San Antonio. Tim Duncan was a spur for life. David Robinson was a spur for life. Manu and Tony, uh, maybe not Tony, but. For the good chunk of his career, Tony and Manu uh, were spurs, and you know, hopefully Manu continues being a spur. Then Kawhi Leonard comes, and you know, now we have a franchise player who reportedly wants out of San, wanted out of San Antonio. So it's unprecedented for San Antonio. It's not unprecedented for the rest of the NBA. Yeah, so on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of the Two Shots podcast. But we recorded an episode of the Locked on Spurs podcast, which I believe the viewers will be able to hear. Uh, when is that, Jeff? Uh, it's up right now. You just simply go to newsforsanantonio.com and search for the Spurs Zone. It's right there. Or just go to lockedonspurs.com 
And the episode will be there. If it's not there, then definitely check Google Play, iTunes. And trust me, if you just search Locked On Spurs, you will find it. The Locked On Network really promotes uh, everybody's uh, uh, show. So you will definitely find it. And uh, somebody else is on that show that you'll find very familiar. So why don't you find out who it is? <laughs> yeah, I'm on that show, too. I was uh, co-hosting the show with Jeff. So it was a great show. You got to listen to that. And in its entirety. So and you especially when I went off on Kawhi and his uh, legacy <laughs> in San Antonio. Yeah, that was especially the funny part of the whole podcast. So make sure you check that out. Again, it's the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can look for that on Twitter, and you can also look uh, on Jeff's Twitter handle. What's your Twitter Twitter handle, Jeff? At Jeff G Spurs Zone. And there you go. So if you want to talk Spurs, go to Jeff. If you want to hear the podcast, look at Jeff's Twitter account and also look at the Locked On Spurs account on Twitter. And, you know, we also have some good things coming out here in the Two Shots podcast. So keep an eye out for that. And you can follow us as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Shots, which is T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S podcast. And as I stated, it's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also on the World Wide Web at TwoShotsSA.com. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia, and thank you for listening to the Two Shots Podcast. Y'all take care, and like I always say, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind, peeps. We're out. Peace.